Buying a mattress can be tough. With so many choices, it's overwhelming. Where do you even start? Introducing Bedmatch, a patented diagnostic system that determines your pressure points and recommends the mattresses that are best for your individual sleep needs. Sounds easy, right? It is, and it's found only at Mattress Warehouse. Try Bedmatch at a mattress warehouse near you. Visit sleephappens.com for locations and get free next day delivery on select purchases. Mattress Warehouse. SleepHappens.com Handle on the news. Handle on the news! Phil, you make the morning drive so much worse. It takes way longer to get to work when I'm listening to you. And now, here's Bill Handel. Boy, if that isn't a statement on uh, the joys of this show, I don't know what is. Good morning, everybody. Bill Handel and the morning crew on a Tuesday, December 8th. And uh, it's kind of an auspicious day today. Uh, First of all, this is the day that the United States declared war on uh, the Empire of Japan after yesterday uh, being uh, December 7th. Of course, Pearl Harbor, the attack on Pearl Harbor. Also, uh, now history right now, uh, today is Safe Harbor Day. And uh, that means you can uh, go ahead and go out uh, to the marina and you probably won't drown uh, if you fall off the boat. That's today. Uh, This is when the states must certify per law uh, to send the electors uh, to the Electoral College and uh, they, the electors, have to follow what the certification process is. And uh, that means uh, that it gets a little wonky because there used to be, you could have um, uh, faithless electors who uh, run uh, on the Democratic Party side, who then turn around and vote for the Republican. It's happened a couple of times, uh, but uh, it hasn't happened recently because law doesn't allow it anymore. Uh, and it is fascinating what's going to happen. I'm going to talk more about that later on. Uh, what happens, and so what happens if the state does not certify today? Well, uh, the state theoretically uh The loser can go to court, challenge the entire election again uh, because uh, Safe Harbor Day was not met. Once Safe Harbor Day is met, it's over. And uh, then theoretically, the state legislature has the ability to overturn the election and choose the, the losing guy. Is it going to happen? Not a chance. Matter of fact, Wisconsin at this point is the only state uh, that has not yet certified. And if it certifies before midnight tonight, uh, it is over. And you think uh, you someone will... told Trump that and he goes, so you're saying there's a chance. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, or uh, even better, uh, McConnell and McCarthy, who is uh, the House Minority Leader, McConnell, of course, being uh, the Senate Majority Leader, uh, even after the electors will meet. Uh, it's uh, we'd like to congratulate the almost kind of sort of president of the United States, Joe Biden, and uh, the real president, whether or not he is coming to the inauguration. We don't know. Uh, it is so crazy 
that it is just it's it's beyond comprehension crazy. Uh, and by the way, of course, uh, none of that is going to happen uh, I, even after uh, the electoral vote. And that's coming uh, the 14th when uh, the Electoral College physically votes uh, to determine who the next president is. Uh, at that point, uh, I think even uh, the staunchest of Republicans will say, OK, Joe Biden is our next president. He shouldn't have been. It should be Donald Trump, but we have to face reality. You know, the pigs have to land in Congress at some point. You just run out of wing power. All right. Uh, quick hello, uh, Jennifer Jones Lee. Hi, Good morning. Good morning. And uh, Neil in for Wayne this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy safe. Harbor Day. Yes. And I haven't uh, th- done any of my safe harbor shopping. I haven't got my safe harbor tree this year. Oh, it yeah. just comes yeah. so soon. A coast has been playing safe harbor music for the yes. last month. And look at the irony of Safe Harbor Day. December eighth, uh the war uh the uh, declaration of war uh was uh, voted by Congress against Pearl Harbor, uh, uh you know, against the Japanese at Pearl Harbor. Uh, and uh, what is the second word? Pearl Harbor, which was not a safe harbor. Hmm. Hmm. Think of that. The irony. The irony. All right, Alex. Good morning. Good morning. And then John. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. All right. As we start handle on the news this Tuesday morning, Safe Harbor Day, December eighth, and we'll talk more about that later on. Uh, let's start with the news. Jennifer Jones Lee Wayne is not here. Uh, Neil in for Wayne today, Thursday, Friday. Mo in tomorrow. Lead story. When will you save me? All right, uh, L.A. County, matter of fact, state of California is the worst hit right now in uh, the country. And uh, we're looking at uh, the worst of the surge is far from over. And how bad is it going to get? Frankly, no one knows because the Thanksgiving holiday fallout isn't even here yet. And that is the problem. It's two weeks out. So you've got that before uh, the uh, people get very ill, who get ill, show symptoms. So it's two weeks from Thanksgiving, and then you're into uh, rough times. And then you have Christmas where people get together. And then out of that, rough times. And as Dr. Fauci said, uh, be prepared for a miserable January. Do you think Which is why we're actually going to get together, Bill, for, for Christmas and Hanukkah after... I don't, I, I don't feel like a whole lot of people got together for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but the ones that did, oh, there were plenty of people that got together. Look, look at the stories on the uh, at the airports. Plenty of people got together for Thanksgiving. And look how many entire families uh, became ill. And look how many turkeys got COVID after testing. Oh. Cooked ones? No. Not necessarily. Mm. Actually, COVID... Um, COVID breaks down under heat at about 138 degrees, no joke, and food cooks from 140 degrees on up. Yeah, so 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 you would you would cook COVID. Well, there you go. All right, so uh, I misspoke when I said you get COVID from uh, cooked turkeys. 
the freaking fork reporter, man. Yeah, I'm you do, however. stuff at uh, me. Uh, you do, however, get chapped lips because most turkey is so dry you can't take it. Well, we've got these stay-at-home orders, and are you signed up for the Notify app? I am not, actually. Well, the governor says that this California Notify app, this is actually what we broke in for right at the end of the show yesterday. It uses Bluetooth technology to keep track of who you come in contact with. You have to opt in. It's not just across the board. You opt in. And what it does is it doesn't track your identity or the location, but it uses Bluetooth wireless signals to detect when two phones are within six feet of each other for at least 15 minutes. Would you do it? Oh, yeah. Do you have a problem with that? No, no, of course not. Neil? Of course not. Do you have a problem with that? Oh. Uh-uh. I there think we go. Neil, oh, I thought Neil had a problem with his microphone. No, I, I was uh, hacking my cough oh. that oh, I got okay. after doing your show yesterday. Thanks, Bill. Uh, you're, you're welcome. Uh, let's take a break. Oh, and I, uh, I um, a final number on Postathon uh, numbers, and I'm uh, going to do that when we come back. And they're great numbers uh, in terms of raising the money for Katarina's Club and the amount of pasta and sauce. So we'll be back. Uh, let's check in with Jennifer Jones. And uh, welcome back, everybody. A, on a Tuesday, December 8th, Bill Handel and the morning crew, uh, we have our final Postathon numbers. Are you ready for this, guys? Uh, oh, you know what, John? I didn't tell, I didn't ask you for uh, the uh, rollout uh, music or drop, but that's okay. Uh, here are the numbers. Just short of $608,000. Wow. We broke a record, and we didn't think we were going to get near that, not knowing, because we didn't have our uh, in-person pasathon that we do every year. And uh, so people came to the table, uh, almost 76, actually 75,980, let's call it 76,000 pounds of pasta and sauce. So the, the listeners floor me. Yeah. That's just oh. amazing. And it turns yeah. out that when they don't have to see you in person, we do better. Yes, we do. That seems to be the way to do it. So I was talking to Robin, our PD, last night. uh, Is that Postathon, instead of this huge collection process uh, in terms of money, et cetera, I mean, we'll do that. But it's more, uh, I'm pushing for more of a celebration of Katarina's Club instead of a straight out uh, money, money, pasta, 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 which we ask for normally. And then we have, uh, you know, Bruno uh, uh, every year come, uh, and uh, not only do we have uh, the sign language person, but we have a translator because no one understands Bruno. And uh, it's, you know, congratulations uh, to everybody, and thank you uh, for all of us who donated money. Uh, and everybody here at the station also did uh, because that's just our charity. It's our charity of choice. All right, let's move on. More handle on the news. Jennifer, Neil, and moi. One sports bar in Agura Hills defies state order and defies logic as well. We talked to the owner yesterday. I think that was uh, Dave, right? Yes, I'm back. At Crony's uh, yep. Sports Grill in Anaheim. It's become a national story. No, not in Anaheim. This is Agura Hills. Agura Hills. That's what I meant. Here's uh, the, the, the sad piece. you got two things going on because you've got uh, Chef Andrew Gruel from Slapfish saying, hey, just show us the data that that outdoor dining is a problem. This guy, to me, is a whole different thing. When it becomes political, you lose me. 
this guy over at uh, Cronies told the KTLA reporter that they had to take off their mask to talk to him because he doesn't believe in masks. That's yeah, that ter- takes that's, away. That's that different takes, to yeah. me. And that if takes you want away the to credibility. Argue, hey, as a business person, show me the data yeah. that shows that it's a problem to to be open. That's one thing. But when you're an anti-masker and you're pushing back just to push back that to me is where the problem lies and and having people running around without masks it it, de- it defies logic yeah and i didn't know that when we talked uh to the owner yesterday that part well, was that, not that's mentioned a, that's a different restaurant so cronies oh, is, is one okay. thing and then the the one that you're talking about where uh the owner wouldn't let oh, them talk oh that's, that's the guy different. i'm sorry okay. you're All right. right so you yes, conflated right. the this two this is the one that that's the one in Anaheim, right? Got right. It. Okay. That's I confused the two. Because Dave was talking about how he is uh, simply ignoring the order uh, because he has to stay open, and if not, he's going to lose his business, and he is racking up uh, the daily fine. And gotcha. So that's Tony Roman. I want to clarify. Yeah. That's Tony Roman. Yes, and that guy I think is a wingnut because going and pushing up against and making it political. Rather than looking, there's plenty of data that comes with the masks. And that's just flouting and going. All right. We have got our first sticker in the UK. Oh, Sticky. Sticky E. Yes. Her name is Margaret Keenan. All right, John, will you pull the music down? Because I want you to hear her. First of all, here she is getting the very first coronavirus vaccine outside of testing in the UK. Here we go. And here she says she hopes everybody will do the same. Just the fact I was in, in the hospital and it was available for me and it was a big opportunity for me to uh, to have it done. Good good for her Margaret and is good 90. for the UK. 90, she right. She sounds amazing. Wow. Did, well, did you hear her when uh, just as it started, she was being vaccinated? You heard in the back room, ow, ooh, ow, 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 that. Did you, you didn't no. hear that, did you? That passed no. me too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, here is uh, what's going on with this that, that I find absolutely fascinating. Fauci said uh, the U.K. went too early initially. People are arguing how uh, their regulatory process is easier. Uh, they don't do quite the testing we do in the U.K. It's a week apart from the time that the vaccine is going to hit next week. You're going to see, I'm convinced of that, and I'll correct myself if I'm wrong. Actually, I won't correct myself. Uh, But you are going to see the first Americans getting inoculated next week. It'll be a week apart. So to argue, oh, the English don't test, et cetera. I mean, in the big picture, a week, uh, that's what we're going to see. Let's do one more before we we take a break. Funny you should say that. They're looking at, authorizing the Pfizer COVID vaccine this week in the U.S. And that means, well... Before the end of the week. Yeah, which means that they're ready to go that day. Yeah, so it you may be exactly right. Yeah, it could be less than a week because uh, it was, uh, what, this morning... Uh, in Britain, they're uh, nine hours ahead of us, so uh, it's already uh, late afternoon. Uh, but it could have been this morning uh, that in England the first inoculation happened to uh, the ninety-year-old uh, woman, and uh, it could be very well as of uh, Friday, maybe even Thursday afternoon if they vote on Thursday. Uh, so uh, now we're talking four days apart before the U.S. hits. It's a Hanukkah miracle. It is. Uh, that's true. It'll be. Eight days apart. 
the eight days of COVID. Crazy days. Yes, let's take a break, uh, and we will come back. Uh, this is KFI AM 640. Let's check in with uh, Jennifer Jones. Here we go. And uh, good morning, Bill Handel here and the morning crew on a uh, Tuesday, December 8th, Safe Harbor Day. What does that mean? It has to do with the election. It has to do with the Electoral College. And it's 9 o'clock. I'll talk more about that. It's really interesting stuff, to say the least. All right, back we go. More handle on the news. Uh, Jennifer Jones Lee and Neil in for Wayne and me. All right, this next headline that you're seeing all around, I feel like is really misleading. The headline is, the Trump administration passed up chance to buy millions of additional Pfizer vaccine doses. All right, so I talked with Aaron Katursky, and I said, why would the Trump administration do that? And he said, well, at this time, if you look back in the summer, we had six different companies right. who were coming up with vaccines, and we didn't know which one would be first. And they all got contracts. Right, and so what they did was they spread the wealth. They yes. essentially cut the pie into six different pieces and said, okay, we're going to make sure we get doses of everybody's vaccine. Right. And then whichever one ends up winning this race, then we'll buy right. additional ones once we And know. we're talking $100 million or 100 million doses per company. Uh, and no one had any idea that Pfizer would come out first, that Pfizer would have uh, both the safety and the efficacy uh, standards that were met. And so you're right. It is totally misleading. Uh, yeah. It, uh, and Alex Azar, uh, uh, secretary of HHS uh, yesterday, uh, I think was interviewed by CNN, uh, if memory serves, or Fox. I, I think it was CNN. And he explained it. Uh, and I thought he did a good job. He said that's exactly what he said. Hey, we had six of them. And we paid all of them. A billion dollars each. And there's a good chance that a lot of them will come to the table. The next go-round, uh, and we're waiting for uh, the test, it's still in clinical, uh, third-stage clinical trials, uh, is going to be the vaccine that doesn't have to be refrigerated at all, and it's a one-shot deal, which makes it so much easier. As uh, Bill was talking about earlier today, is basically the nail in Trump's presidential coffin. So how many of these weird laws, like these layers of laws, do are out there that we just never come across, like this uh, safe harbor law? Well, it's been around uh, for a while, 1876, and it's come up a couple of times. Sure, but how often have we butted up against it? Or it was, has a need. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, Gore v. Bush, but it wasn't like this. Uh, fraud was not alleged. Uh, it was literally counting uh, and recounts. And Because Florida, for example, it came to 500 and something votes that, that determined was who was going to be the stuff. president. Yeah. And the vote was, uh, and it was everybody named Chad in the state <laughs> who uh, voted. Don't say the rest of that joke. Okay. About the hanging chat. Okay, uh, and we're gonna. I'm gonna talk more about that at uh, nine o'clock. But you're right. Under these circumstances, Neil, it's never happened before, and I'll get into that at uh, nine o'clock. Joe Biden is expected to nominate a retired four-star general to be his Secretary of Defense. I should have led with the part that Handel would have loved. His name is General Lloyd Austin, and he will be the first black secretary of defense. Oh, God. 
This guy's incredible, though. He's got a 40-year no, he history. His credentials are in the I, his credentials are unbelievable. Uh, so there's no he, issue there. Here's but. the one thing. He so he retired in 2016, which means he's only been out for four years. Normally, the when Congress is approving somebody, they have to the the person has to be out of the military for seven years to right. be eligible for one of but these. But there positions. is a congressional waiver, right? So will they do that? I I would assume so. Oh yeah, I can't imagine it would Congress congressional waiver. Yeah, yeah. That's what would a the given. purpose be, Bill? To have For that what? seven year padding? Uh, because they don't want uh, a a circular door. They don't want the revolving door uh, where you go from the military and then you go right into being a lobbyist. Uh, you go right into uh, trying to sell uh, hustle products and services to the military because you know everybody. So they want a seven year window. See, I was uh, thinking. Number. I was thinking it was that you wouldn't have served under whomever the current president is. But that would oh, have had to be eight years. Like, I was trying to think what that's like. Yeah, I don't was. think that's the issue. I don't think that's the issue. Godspeed, Chuck Yeager. To the other side. Break on to the other side. Break on to Chuck Yeager, of course, the first pilot to break the sound barrier, dies at 97. Yeah. Interesting guy. he guys. probably could have beat the crap out of us before Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You ever saw The Right Stuff? Uh, with Sam Shepard. Oh, Oh, what a movie. And uh, every bit of it was true. Uh, He broke the sound barrier uh, with the Bell X-1, which effectively was a rocket. Uh, It was brought up in uh, a B-29 and dropped at, I think it was 40,000 feet, and off it went. And they didn't know what was going to happen with the sound barrier. Was the plane going to disintegrate? I mean, it does shake uh, quite a bit. Also, very interesting guy who, uh, just who he is, high school education. Uh, and became a general, uh, one of the premier uh, fighter pilots during World War II. Uh, interesting guy. Uh, quickly, name of uh, the Bell X One that broke this, uh, the barrier. What did he call his? Uh, what did he call his be- uh, Bell X One? Named oh, no. it after his wife. I'll give you a hint. Beatrice. No. Margaret. Beulah. No. Glamorous uh, Glennis, because that was his wife, Glennis. It's lovely. Yeah, it is. Okay, another useless fact. Uh, Why don't we move ahead and uh, we'll do more of Handle on the News. Let's check in with uh, Jennifer. Thank you. Mattress Warehouse believes you shouldn't have to wait to get a good night's sleep, which is why Mattress Warehouse has free next day delivery available. Minimum purchase applies. See store for details. Visit sleephappens.com for a location near you. Mattress Warehouse. Sleephappens.com. And welcome back. Handle here in the morning crew on a uh, Tuesday morning, December 8th. Postathon numbers. Uh, the final numbers, almost $608,000 raised for Katarina's Club. Unbelievable. Uh, it breaks our record uh, by a long shot and just short of 76,000 pounds of pasta and uh, sauce. I mean, that's just wonderful. Thank uh, I want to thank all of you that helped us uh, help the uh, motel kids in uh, with the Katarina Club. All right, uh, back we go. Let's finish up handle on the news with uh, Jennifer and Neil in for Wayne today and me. So will George Gascon keep his campaign promises now that he's been sworn in as L.A. County's D.A.? You bet he is. Already starting to end cash bail. And uh, I heard a quote from him yesterday or something that was something like people shouldn't 
languish in jails if they can't afford to buy their freedom. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, I'm going to talk more about this at uh, 730. Man, he is just turning the entire DA's, uh, the DA office on its head. Massive changes. He ran on that and won. And uh, the first thing he did was consolidate uh, the DA's office with the public defender's office. Uh, And it's now going to be one office where there will be no uh, DA enforcing the law. Uh, That's what the prosecutors actually are saying. Inside the office, they're blowing up. Uh, it, the it, list. Did you read the list yeah, of all those ta- things? I'm going to talk about that at 7.30. Just gobsmacking. Yeah, I mean, just, just totally changes the entire philosophy. Yeah. That's at 7.30. Be careful what you wish for, people. Hey, uh, former Councilman uh, Wiesar says, not guilty. So what a list, too, man. Uh, U.S. Attorney Nick Hanna said uh, last week, uh, when uh, Chan was charged about a lot of these things, that the scope of corruption outlined in this indictment is staggering. Yeah, and uh, he pled not guilty, but uh, that's only for purposes of uh, a plea deal. And he may go to trial because they're giving him such a, a, a tough plea deal uh, that he has no choice. But when uh, you you have the government going after someone on the on this level believe me they've got plenty this is not one of those where gee let's just throw stuff against the wall there's a there there all right a lot of people are saying hey you know who i agree with this morning councilman paul krikorian he was the one yesterday at at the la city council meeting who told his colleagues hey the LAPD should not be held to other standards than we're asking other city agencies to be held to. So to ask them to reduce their employees by more than 3% isn't fair. So in a vote of 3 to 2, now uh, the council members will not now, they will not make the LAPD scale back as much as they would have. We could have seen as many as almost 2,000 employees cut from LAPD. Right. And they're talking about one-third the cut uh, of the uh, 3,000 that we're talking about uh, that you mentioned. So, uh, you know, this is the anti-police movement out there. Uh, Let's cut, cut, cut. And you're right, uh, Neil. uh, Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, and that kind of uh, that attitude of zero tolerance and that everyone's bad or everyone's good or everyone, I think, is a really bad precedent. So For sure. It's going to be an interesting uh, uh, year coming up. All right, the pattern of violence going on at Fort Hood that has lo- left a lot of us, you know, wide-eyed is causing firings. Yeah, this is just the start. Uh, you're going to see senior officials, uh, senior members of the military fired, enlisted shoulder, uh, soldiers. I mean, they're really going to start investigating this well, big time. you're talking time. about, you know, this pattern of violence. you got murders, sexual assaults, suicide something's going on that you can't deny and what are they going to do they have to respond to it see i met scott when he was at fort hood when he was stationed at fort hood the i asked him i said was it like this before and he goes i have never never was anything scandalous that he was aware of anyway going on at the time i mean this is just a completely different world but fort hood is like a city right so you know and the military is very good at uh, shutting down uh the publicity uh it's one of those let's hide it and those days hopefully are gone can we just do the last story, Neil? It's yours about breakdancing, just because we had such a fun conversation off the air about this one. Crab walk, baby freeze, and six step.
coming to the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know how many people are still breakdancing. Is this a thing? Because I don't know. I haven't seen I don't know, but it's going to be an Olympic sport? Let me tell you. Breakdancing? I mean, come on. I live hood adjacent. So (laughs) I will tell you this. There is nary a cardboard piece that I see with kids spinning on it here. Uh, I don't know where they were. I remember it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, my, my younger brother was know, big time into it, but I don't see anybody breakdancing. No, I don't think that's... Uh, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of controversy. Now, if it was air guitar uh, that was an Olympic sport, that I can understand. But, I'd go for gold in that one. Uh, okay, but regardless of what you think, we're all going to be watching it, right? Oh my uh, that's true. That's a good point. And they guy. got rid of, you know, they bring it in, they take them out, and so they got rid of um, uh, a bunch of weightlifting uh, events because you just got tired of those Bulgarian weightlifters who weighed 800 pounds that couldn't move. And those move. were the women. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those were the women, yeah. And uh, they got rid of some boxing, and so it goes up. Baseball wasn't, now it was. And then they added um, surfing, uh, yeah, surfing and uh, wind sailing. Uh, it was uh, all yeah, I got to just... say is this: in defense of all those things, Winter Olympics, curling. Okay, I love curling. Okay, but uh, if we're going to talk about things being absurd, no, I'm gonna push no, a me... rock on the ice. No, and let me sweep tell in you in front of it. I know. Uh, let me tell you the broom work that it takes with curling. Uh, throwing a rock down the ice and then uh, sweeping, uh, you know, with the broom in front of it. Um, that has been around as a major Scandinavian sport for thousands of years. Uh, Breakdancing, not so much. Just saying. And obviously what they're trying to move is get is trying to do is get younger people uh, involved in watching the Olympics. And that makes sense. Uh, it, it does. All right, we're done. Yeah, that's right. Papadillas and all these sides are just $6. Wings, chicken poppers, cheese sticks, garlic knots, desserts, they're all just 6 bucks at PapaJohns.com.